Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm your host, Tony speaking, and with us tonight is Clint in Florida, Vance in Nashville, his lovely wife, and first time appearance on the show, JQ. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, welcome to the show. We've uh, we've attempted to have you on a few times, and it was a, it was a nice uh, surprise when Vance said that uh, that you would like to come on and, and talk some Batman, which is our topic for tonight, the new Batman movie that just came out last week, and uh, so everybody here has had the chance to see it so far. I saw it on opening night. Uh, Vance, uh, you and JQ did too, right? That's right. That's right. We even pulled the kids uh, early out of school for it. Hey, did what did your daughter say? Did she wise up and not like ask while she was getting brought out of school, or did she ask? Oh, JQ went and got her. So we, so you got her from uh, the front office. Did she ask you why uh, y'all were leaving early? Yes, she did. She said uh, they were getting ready to watch a movie, a video, and it was going to be the only time that they were going to watch it. And she was like, uh, "Why did you come get me? Because I wanted to see the video." Well, it's a surprise. Dude, we talked about that last week. Is that when is she going to wise up? When she, what was right. it last week? It was Spider-Man, I think. Spider-Man, yeah. And she still asks questions. Right. Come around again. I don't know. I don't know what you got to do with this kid. Did she ask in the office in front of the uh, the administrators? No, she waited until we got in the car. She waited. Okay. She, she okay, she's, okay she's so she did, she's learn. she did learn. She did learn. All right, so let's get right into this topic. Batman. The Batman. The Batman movie. Yet, yet another iteration of the um, of the superhero. So let's just, uh, let's just start with our general overview, or our general thoughts on uh, what we thought of um, this new Batman. Let's jump. Let's go to JQ, ladies first. JQ, what's your, what are your thoughts? Uh, how'd you feel after you uh, left the theater? I enjoyed the movie. Um, it wasn't as much action as I would have liked, um, but overall, I enjoyed the movie. I felt good after leaving the theater, and um, I was excited about it. I didn't think I was going to be excited about it, but in the end, I'm glad I went. It was a good movie. Vance, what about you? Definitely different, but um, you know, I, I like the movie. I like the direction that they're going with. So, uh, yeah, overall, I felt that uh, you know, it was a good movie. Like, like it started off a little slow, but definitely picked up at the end. Clint, your thoughts? I mean, it was like a lot different than I expected. I suppose. Can I just say that this is the first time in like superhero movie history where the dude wearing a mask, I could not recognize him from when he was shown on screen without his mask. You guys notice that like Bruce Wayne and Batman, the Batman were not at all alike. Like dude's jawline in the Batman costume was on point. (laughs) And then every time we see Bruce uh, Bruce Wayne on screen, he's like a sniveling little weasel, you know, like uh, just shaved his neck beard before he started the conversation or something. 
It was interesting the way they did that. I like that. But I, I you know, I thought it was pretty good. I suppose overall, uh, the uh, cat Catwoman is my new crush, by the way, because she is redonkulous. Let's hear your uh, Clint is famous on our podcast for his one word reviews. Let's let's hear what your one word review is there, Clint. Put you on the spot. Uh, can I? Is is Catwoman a, <laughs> one or two words? And if it's two, can I hyphenate it? Because that's how I feel about it. What's that actress? She is like Zoe Kravitz. Wait, is that Lenny Kravitz' kid or something? Mm-hmm. Yes, let's see. Uh, yeah, Lenny Kravitz and um, Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. Who is that? I, why can't I think who that is? Uh, from the Cosby's, the, the oh. oldest daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're gonna be my new in-laws, is what you're saying? And I'm gonna have her on the podcast. So that I'm not the only one on here who hasn't brought my significant other. Is that what we're hearing? Yeah, hey, and her stepdad is uh, Jason Samoa. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> who do you think would win at arm wrestling, me or that guy? You, Clint. You. That's the right answer. <laughs> T- Tony, what did you think of the Batman? I liked it. I uh, I was surprised I that I liked it actually, because um, we talked in our uh, review roundup episode about you know what we kind of expected, and it it did to- something totally different, which uh, I didn't expect. I expected like oh it's another it's going to be another just another action movie. You know we're we're going to get some different set pieces and the typical stuff. You know where Batman drops down from an alleyway and beats up a bunch of dudes that are mugging an old lady or something, and then he's going to drive around, you know, and show off all his tech toys and that sort of stuff. It was not that at all. I mean, yeah, we had the Batmobile, but it was it was a detective story, and there was action, but it was more detective story. And Did I you actually say it was noirish. Yes, noirish. <laughs> Credit to that, uh, <laughs> that 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 reviewer because he was on point. Um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed that aspect of it. I'm, I don't typically like detective stories and stuff, but I actually was uh, was appreciating that this was part of the story because I, you know, we've seen how many different Batman, uh, Batman. Uh, and it's just a rehash of different action pieces and stuff. And this one was really more about the detective work, his relationship with uh, the guy in the PD. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. Uh, that relationship and like how nobody really liked Batman. Like they just viewed him as a vigilante. Um and he was like despised by the police force or any uh, Gordon was the only one that was willing to work with him. Um, he saw himself as a vigilante. He didn't really care about like helping people, you know, for the sake of helping people. Um, he just wanted revenge. He, he was on, I'm just going to go have my personal revenge and I don't really care about the city or the people. Um, they're just there as part of a, um, means for me to get my revenge and you know i think by the end of the movie you know even though there wasn't like he was pretty stoic through the entire thing 
at the end, you know, we kind of get that, you know what, I've been doing this all wrong. So I like that. I appreciated that. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Though I did get a good laugh a lot when I walked out of the theater with my uh, my oldest daughter, and I had to. Uh, she was she was asking me a question about the uh, movie, and I had to stop and stare at her for like really hard for like you know ten seconds, and then slowly walk like a lurch, you know, to the car. Because I was, you know, mocking uh, Batman, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I was like, I've never seen so much focus on just like his walk and how slow it was and his long stares. If somebody would ask him a question, he would just right. stare at you. He, like, he never had a conversation. He was I, just, I'm going to stare at you. <laughs> I respected that. Like in the with this film, so many things about it were like reinventing batman and what our expectation should be for batman like one thing we're seeing dude get like knocked out and overwhelmed like he wakes up in the police station uh and the only way he escapes is because he has a friend right that's not something we would ever see from batman before like batman never needs help um and he is in multiple times multiple situations where he's like laid out or he's in a bad spot and he needs help from others like he's not invincible like he's been in other ones and i liked that a lot about it and i also liked that bruce wayne is not like he's not doing uh charitable contributions he's like gonna be going broke all that like he is not a upstanding member of society like he's been in all these other movies um and that's and that's like a parallel it's like no he's literally just a shut-in and whose name is vengeance who goes out and you know accosts people at night it it was very different the way that they built this this uh this story and i really there's like a lot that i appreciated about it i feel like not like the best movie i've seen I i don't know what it is about this movie that like keeps it from going to that next tier in my mind but i there's like a lot every time i think about this movie something that i appreciated that they did and the choice they made like jumps out to me but it's still not like awesome for some reason like i don't understand i don't know what i'm missing that held it back man look (laughs) so one thing that i noticed that was not in this movie was the iconic batman symbol entrance if you look at all the other movies when you know the big fight's about to happen he comes down from his ceiling or he's swinging in his capes open. You know, it's like the Batman symbol and it's you, you know, it's about to go down. That didn't happen. I was disappointed. I was like, uh, I was a little, it was a little let down, you know, you know, I, I don't think it took away from the whole movie, but it was a little let down. So maybe the, for me, that's what didn't take it to that next level. Like the, the iconic, and it's like, still, you have to have certain iconic things when you bring up Batman, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I can, I can get on board with that. Like, I also think what's really weird with this movie is that he is a problem. Like this hit the vigilante, like the Riddler, is saying like they're on the same team, right? He has inspired the Riddler into like all these crimes that he's committing. Um, like he's actually causing issues. The whole renewal plan, you know, his, the sins of the father, all this kind of stuff that it, that uh, his dad had set up. 
that is what is causing all these problems in the city. Like that's the catalyst that started it all. Like he is, it seems like they set up so many things. I can imagine. I, I don't, I assume there's more of this series to come. Like I assume it'll be a, uh, there'll be a sequel or a trilogy or whatever. I think those have the potential to be a lot better. Just like Batman begins being not nearly as good as the a dark Knight or dark Knight, whatever it was. Like I could see number two being awesome in this series because of all the things they've set up in this in the start. But I think maybe spreading so thin in what they set up was what held the movie back a little bit. Well, I mean, I th- I think that um, I mean they were trying to do kind of like a soft reboot. I mean, it's a reboot, you know, like we said. Uh, uh, they but they come at it from a totally different direction. And advance to your point, I mean. I don't think it's it's a reboot to the point where like he doesn't even consider his name to be Batman. Am I wrong? Like, were, was there ever a reference to a name of Batman? Was anybody ref- referring to him as Batman at any point? I mean, the Riddler even gave him a clue, and I'm thinking a bat, you know, yeah. like and like and um. <laughs> what he said, pigeon or something, a something pigeon, crazy. a fox. I don't know. It was like it was naming all this stuff. It was like like a rat to, pigeon. You know, not to give any spoilers, but like there's literally a, a, a riddle in the movie, and that I was I was thinking bat, Batman, right? Bat, <laughs> like, and he never he guessed everything else in the in the animal kingdom except bat. So I got like literally, I just. He really did refer himself as Vengeance, like, right? Like, so should they the, rename this movie the Venge, you know, Vengeance instead of Batman? Catwoman called him that too, but that's right. as she vengeance, called him yeah. multiple times. Vengeance, yeah. Vengeance. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it it really is a reboot, even uh, even to the point where it's like nobody even considers you Batman. Bat like Batman is like people are, are giving you that name out of some level of respect. Right. They, they give you a name like that. I guess your enemies will give you a name like that. Maybe you're the people that you rescue, but people hated them. The people in the city hated them. Like they're not going to give them a name. Like, you know, like he, it was, it was pretty cool. I like when he walked into the crime scene and like all the cops were like, just or wanted to arrest him on the spot that one cop that was like really uh had a big issue with them like the guy i think they called him martinez he had a big mustache his reaction to seeing the batman versus his reaction to seeing bruce wayne was amazing to me like it was so disappointed to see batman so excited to see mr wayne you know like (laughs) the guys and it was like for the first time (laughs) actually believable to me because this guy looked so different uh than, than what you'd expect i think a lot of it was his mannerisms you know like that lurching around the staring like he's a weirdo bruce wayne is a weirdo and right. the batman has all the confidence to suppress that weirdness apparently uh it was very <laughs> very interestingly done i thought and right. I, and i do like the i'm sorry go ahead vance oh no 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 i was going to ask jake you her thoughts her thoughts on uh, you know his uh, charisma. You know how how uh, they approached him in the movie. <laughs> yeah, um, they did uh show 
um, that they didn't really care for him uh, when he came into the room. Like everybody was almost as if they were like sucking their teeth and like huffing the puffing when he came into the room. And then um, what uh, Clint said about, no, Tony, you said something about him saying that he was vengeance. Like everybody calling him vengeance. Like in the beginning, wasn't he the first one to refer himself as vengeance? Or was that when he was talking to Catwoman when he said, I am vengeance? I think he said it at the start when he was beating up on uh, what's his face, all those guys, the ones that had the 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 stuff on their face. Yeah, the the Halloween night uh, crime spree. Yeah. I thought that's when he said it. Like he does that. Like that was like the entrance that we got from him. He does that superhero landing where his fist slams under the ground like that, and he you know is on one knee. And if he was Superman, it would have had like the concrete oh, yeah. would have cracked yeah, around yeah, yeah. him. Crater. Yeah. yeah, the crater, right? And then he would have, and he said, I am vengeance. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. My, does my drink look like alcohol or something, man? I got to go get my regular Dr. Pepper now, Vance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was narrating the opening to the movie, uh, his, his own story, like his own purpose. He, like, you know, when he's talking about the night of the year and he's everywhere and when he sees a sign in the sky and yeah he's doing the narration and then he narrates at the end too i think but yeah but it's it's like uh and then a big surprise for me uh i didn't know that you know penguin was played by colin farrell and i was like okay. what? was that him yeah because i thought about googling it after the fact because i could not tell and yeah. i heard like rumors or i heard some sort of thing like that that was I like this character. Well done. Really yeah. well done. The whole time I was looking at him like I know him from somewhere, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And yeah. then when Vance told me at the end of the movie, I was like, wow, you are right. But yeah. they did such a good job with his makeup. You could barely tell it was him. Dude, hey, while you're Googling, how how tall is uh, uh, the Batman? What's his, what's his name? Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Yeah, how tall is he? Because did you notice how much taller he was than everyone on the... Like, that was a normal thing, that he would tower over these people. He's a 6'1". Yeah, see... The boots were giving him an extra two... I, couple man, of almost, what, I almost actually right. legit thought this. Is he, like, putting platforms in his boots, but then also slouching in real life? Because that'll do the trick. Right, there must know? have been lead in those boots, man, because when he walked, it was just like a dump. Boom. <laughs> Did you guys get Darth Vader vibes when he was? Uh, I think walking? so. I think he was. He was. He was uh, channeling his inner Darth Vader. Dun, 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 dun. Oh man! So nobody got what's saying? Nobody got Matrix vibes. Dang. No, no, I, no, uh... I didn't get any Matrix vibes. Sorry, man. Jab, 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 jab. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the villains for a second. So, the villains were. Not to, I don't want to spoil the story or anything. So we kind of have like the inner, the the the, the crime syndicates, and um, then we had uh, the the penguin character. He wasn't referred to as the penguin in the movie, though. Mm. Um, but wasn't the, he? Uh, pro- I think he was. I think yeah, I think he that was. was. Even, that's why yeah, they abducted him because the whole pigeon, whatever bird was. Penguin. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. They did call him that, but the. Uh, the main villain. What'd you guys think about the main villain? Uh, was that the Riddler? 
Oh, well, I guess he wouldn't be the move. Uh, it was what? Mahomes? So, the, there's the Riddler, and then there's Carmine Falcone, where the two right. different villains. So, right. I suppose it mean, depends on who you're referring to. What would be the Riddler? Because the Riddler, again, I thought was just so well done. The decisions they made with that as having this dude who is an absolute nerd um, going a different route. And, like, they had all that, like, social media stuff that he was doing. And uh, it was a lot more, like, re- like timely and relevant to, like, our day and age, the way that they did this. Mm-hmm. And he's a fringe group. And then, like, the, the power of, you know, uh, th- when that can be disrupted, you know, like, when people feel like they're being lied to and it seems as though they were being lied to right i mean a lot right. of it that he was exposing is was legit stuff but it's so weird that he was like all in with uh the batman you know like that's who inspired him for all this and the batman wanted nothing to do with them like he was just his impact that he was having was so different than what he expected talking about uh bruce wayne and, and he meets uh, the Joker in the insane asylum, right? That's who that's supposed to be at the end there? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there an actor attached to that person? or? Yes. Uh, I just have it right here. Barry Keoghan. Not familiar. Would I, would uh, yeah, I, yeah, I have. I'm about, to show you, I'm, about, yep, I'm about to show you right now. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah! Right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I still don't. I still don't know who that is. <laughs> I I don't either. But I just say I just had to make this down. <laughs> Y'all are Y'all are what was he in, man? Uh, let's see. We'll go to his recent stuff. He was in. No, yeah, he was in uh, Eternals. I didn't oh, see that that's Druid, Druid guy. Druid, yeah. Oh, I hated oh, that yeah. character. Oh, yeah. 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 I hated that character. It was the worst. It was <laughs> <laughs> like, let them all die. <laughs> yeah, he was in some other stuff, but I ain't never heard of it. So, All right, all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know now. I yeah. think that's the only movie I've seen him in. As far as like the villains that were in the movie, um, I feel like Catwoman, they're building like her uh, story up for maybe like her own standalone. The Riddler, um, I really didn't care for his character. It's, it just wasn't the same as Jim Carrey's Riddler. Um, <laughs> hey, she got a soft spot for Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my secret. Uh, he played in. Uh, um, I know him from old, old brother or that. Oh yeah, I really didn't consider him as like a villain. Villain. He was just like a mean guy. Like he really didn't strike me as like a villain in this one. Who? Um, Carmine Falcone. Yeah, like he was just like a boss, like meanie to me. Like he didn't strike me as like one of the villains. Nor the pink one. Like. Penguin in this one, he would really wasn't like villain. The only villain in here was um to me was the Riddler because he was the one committing all the crimes and he was the one calling on Batman and all that. But everybody else, I really didn't see them as like villain villains. Well, he was disrupting the status quo, 
right? All these other characters that were just like that you mentioned uh, are bad guys, right? They're criminals or whatever, but right. the Riddler came in and like disrupted all of it. Like what what the norm was, he came and said, "No, that's not okay." And I think that's why he's seen as the the villain, and that's probably the true villain of the of the movie. But the other guys like are villainous in different ways, you know, like what is revealed about Carmine Falcone and then, you know, the Riddler's uh, place in, in how that, and like what the lead up to is what he was going for as far as his, you know, the, the Riddler's plan. There's, there's a lot of depth to this movie. A lot of, a lot of uh, different stuff going on. That I appreciate it. Right. Right. I agree. They did have, they did play their parts in the whole overall plan of the Riddler um, I, I agree with you on that. The biggest weak point of the movie for me was the actor that they chose to play the Riddler. I just didn't buy into the fact that he was this guy that they were, that they were trying to portray him as. Uh, maybe it's the irony of it that they, literally he looks like the, some kid at, from the library, you know, like. I don't believe you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, I, I couldn't buy into that fact. And hey, maybe that's why he was easily, you know, was able to get away with everything he was getting away with because he just didn't look like he could do anything. Like he was men, he wasn't menacing. Even when he was menacing, I'm talking about when he didn't have the uh, mask on. Like when he had the mask on, yeah, that's fine. Uh, we're getting into Bubba Fett territory. Put your mask back on, you know. I don't I don't want to see your nerdy face because I'm I'm you're taking me out of the story, um, but uh, yeah that was probably the weak point. I really I loved uh, Catwoman. I thought she hit a home run. I mean, if that's her debut, she did. Are you serious? Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I th she did awesome. Um, she was the one that that brought the human what little that we saw from Bruce Wayne. Uh, it was because of her, their their uh, interactions and stuff. Um, yeah, I agree. Like literally, the guy stayed stoic, the stoic, you know, face the entire movie. But it changed, like this much, like the tiniest bit when he was around her. But you could definitely tell tell the difference. Like even though it wasn't a big change. There was it was change that was transparent and came through in the the relationship on screen, so I I thought she did a fabulous job. Um, I don't know if she'll get a spinoff, but definitely probably my favorite Catwoman of a, of the ones that um, they've had uh, in the past. And the Penguin did a great job. the The Carmine Falcone, you know, he didn't. He, it wasn't anything that he was doing in this movie, it was his backstory that a lot of things that were, uh, revolving around. I, I wanted to ask you guys since he came up, um, is there anybody, do you guys have a friend that maybe has a shady, un a shady past or you could, you could maybe put in a category like this? Like, you know, you're not going to say anything, but if you needed something, they would take care of it. <laughs> Do you have? Do you guys know anybody or anybody if within orbit around you in your relationships that would kind of fall in that category? 
Clint, I know you got somebody. Uh, are you calling me out because you watched me just get up to turn my TV off because it came on when it when my PlayStation timed out? Because <laughs> I definitely didn't hear the question. <laughs> you had to go. Uh, you had to go check your list of uh, shady friends that you could call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The question is, do you have in, in your orbit of relationships a friend that would fall into that Carmine Falcone category, like? You know, they would do something for you. You don't even have to say it, but if you just kind of alluded to it, they they would do something for you. Do you have a friend that would fit in that category? Our, uh, I have a friend that I think is about to be out of prison soon. Is he? Uh, is he allowed to uh, be on the list? That's your is friend. He prison? Do I need to <laughs> Google him? Obviously, don't You're give right. me a name, but just say right. yes. Right. I do have a friend. <laughs> I want a name of every no. I no, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I probably do. To be honest with you, like maybe an old friend that I hadn't talked to in a while. I don't know. You're basically looking at my friends group right now on your screen. So, uh, so are you saying it, uh, Jake? You would take care of somebody for you? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> She's clamoring to. I'm out. Just point them out. Point them out. <laughs> what about you, Vance? Um, I don't know if I have any shady friends who would take care of somebody for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might got one. I might got one who you know. <laughs> might do some dirt. <laughs> I had to switch over to your stream. To see who you're pointing at? I still don't think I know. I think you're, I think you're pointing at Thank you. I hope you weren't pointing at me. Yeah. I don't have anybody that would do that. I don't have anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I would probably have one. Yeah. I can think she, of them. Their, their picture the shows up in my mind easily. <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, Clinton, what about your friend with the boat? Yeah. <laughs> probably. They probably probably do something. Actually, keep it up, I might have them do something. All right, all right. Drop somebody <laughs> off the back of the boat. <laughs> a la Dexter. Right? All right. Hey, I want to revisit something, Tony. Uh, you mentioned the Riddler, and uh, the actor's name... I had to look it up. I, I recognized him, but I did not know his name. Uh, Paul Dano or Paul Dano. I'm not sure. Um, and I recognize him because he was in There Will Be Blood. Uh, you guys oh, seen that one? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I know who you're talking about now. So he no, has, he see. and Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> have that, that scene in There Will Be Blood. <laughs> it's in the church and it's like, one of the like craziest well-acted scenes that's been on film, right? Like, and that's Paul Dano or Paul Dano, whatever his name is and Daniel day Lewis. So this guy that played the Riddler has serious acting chops and he was so much different. I think it's like, that's supposed to be like that insider threat, you know, like this guy is what a villain looks like. A villain doesn't look like Bane, you know, or, um, the Joker, right from from the Christian Bale trilogy, 
Right. Uh, I think that's part yeah. of what like, he, the he looks a lot this. like some of the kids that, that that we see in the news that go into their schools and shoot them up. He looks just like that. Yeah. Um, and um, that they definitely went more realistic in this movie when it comes to Batman type stuff. Like there's no, even the Batmobile, right? It's, it's just, it's a, it's a souped up car for sure, but it, it's not like some sort of space looking machine, you know, like we see in other uh, Batman uh, movies and them. And and there's no cool toys. He he didn't have like a lot of cool devices other than the, uh, the contact lens. Yeah. Um, but he didn't really have anything else. And when he took his shirt off, you know, he was all beat up and stuff. Like the bruises, I mean, were just covered in his back and stuff. Like, yeah. Then he got knocked out. So, yeah, I think they definitely went with a more, you know, grounded um, universe as far as like what these people are capable of. I mean, maybe in the, uh, in the future, maybe he. Uh, increases the uh the research budget you know for his his devices and stuff but i mean vance i know you're a big batman guy i mean is it how do you feel about that like batman that seems like the one of the things that they always show is all the cool toys and stuff like how do you feel about them kind of going in the opposite direction of that and being more of a you know more character oriented versus, you know, having a lot of tech and devices and stuff. Well, I think that the other thing that um, we haven't hit on is the role that they had to Alfred play. And if you watch, uh, uh, well, what is it? What's the HBO Max show? Penny Pensworth. That's his 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 mm-hmm. real name, and you know that's the name that they use in the Batman, and uh, that was a nice touch back to the show. But Alfred is the one who you see making all the toys and stuff like that. But if you watch the show, you see he has a military background. He has you know like a uh, security background. So it's like you know they didn't really show kind of Alfred in that role. So I think um, a lot of that, like like you said, a lot of that tech and a lot of the, the gadgets that were used to, you know, like um. I think uh, that's why, you know, they had Alfred. Like I said, no, try not to spoil it, but that's why they had Alfred in that role that he was in. But um, I definitely, definitely, uh, you know, Michael Bay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, definitely want that, you know, because the thing <laughs> is, is like, you know, you're fighting crime, you know what I'm saying? And these people, they're not trying to hurt you, they're trying to kill you. So, you know, they're not playing fair. So like you said, I, I do want to see my Batman with the gadgets, you know, like it, it's actually an interesting question. Um, because JQ asked me, she said, who do I think will win in a fight with no abilities and no um, gadgets out of super, me out of Spider-Man and Batman? What I'm like, well, Batman is just a human. Spider-Man, he was bitten by the spider. He actually has that in his DNA, so he doesn't need the suit. The suit is just cosmetic, you know, so it's like Batman, you know, like, you know, he, he's intelligent. I mean, he's kicked out the Justice League because of, you know, his gadgets and how he can break down how to defeat people so to not have that that was you know like i said that's something iconic that was taken away and i'm like i understand what you're trying to do you know being nourished and all you know <laughs> but you know it's like still that's something that iconically you want to at least have for 
the older audience. You know, cause like I said, you know, this is probably for like the younger generation that they're going to grow with. But yeah, I definitely want to see, you know, the big wheel motorcycle. I want to see the Batmobile blow something up, you know, like I want to see the little, uh, you know, suit he has to fight, um, you know, Dr. Freeze. Like I want to see all that, you know? Uh, that is interesting like maybe that is what threw me off about the movie because it's like batman's gadgets and 007's gadgets you know james bond and all that like that's something that yeah it's very much aligned with the character and we were missing that i don't know like it's still it's still i thought they did such a, a good job with this movie but I don't care about it very much. Like so many things were so well done and reinvented and they steered it in very kind of like believable ways that I appreciated that they did. But when I think about this movie, I'm, I'm just, uh, I don't feel blown away by it. And maybe it's some of that, you know, like that we were missing some of what made Batman, Batman. Right. See, so and, 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 you know, just a touch on what you're saying because even with um what's her name even with the cat woman they still had the cats in there oh you got a lot of cats which is i you know which is like the line that they always say in every cat woman movie oh, yeah you have a lot of cats so i mean still you have to have some for so, some sort of you know iconicness in there somewhere you know you can't just completely pull it out yeah Oh yeah, they. I mean, like we were saying earlier, they they didn't really reference him as Batman at all. So, where they kind of hinted at Catwoman, they didn't call her Catwoman, but her little mask outfit—did you notice the little ears, the little cat ears on top? And then of course she I had all the how, cats. Like, she knit that thing herself, like you know, a week earlier or whatever. That thing was so low budget, but I appreciated that about it. You know, yeah, it's like with, right. when Spider Man makes his first helmet or or first mask right. that's like all horrible, like the to- yeah, the Tobey <laughs> Maguire one where it's like you know horrendous. Um, that's the feeling I got from her is that it was just kind of like, well, just something I threw together to rob some stuff from some people, some monsters. Right. What about you, JQ? Does this Batman feel like Batman to you? No, it doesn't. Um, <clears throat> uh, it wasn't enough uh, action for me. Um, it felt more. I told Vance this at the theater. It felt more like um, he was playing detective a lot rather than like a superhero. And um, I just, I just couldn't get past the lack of action. The fighting scenes were okay, but they're not like the iconic uh, fight scenes. The best part of the movie to me was the car chase when they revealed the bat car and he was um, chasing um, Penguin. And when he drove over the ramp, that was like the best part of the movie to me. Did you guys see that in Adobe? No, no, no. We oh. Dolby. You guys, you, man, let know. me tell you, the Dolby uh, in Franklin, we went, we went and watched there. That car chase scene in the Dolby was amazing. That's the best 
sound design, whatever you call it. Sky. Uh, Sky the freaking sound design. Hey, man. Sound, dude. In those chairs and every every so did do the chairs rumble? Yeah, they did, dude. Like, okay, so every, I I saw it in you that. You could then. feel every like every time he made contact with another car or anything, it would you could feel it in the side of the chair. It was perfect. I'm like, man, that's the yeah, that was I, amazing. I that, that that action scene was amazing. It was uh, so good. <laughs> you know what legitimately bothered me while I was watching it, like the split second it happened. Where dude, uh, Colin Farrell apparently crashes the the vehicles and it you know blocks the road, and he's about to do this jump right. The Batman is gonna do it, and I watched this. If it had just been a ramp that fell down to the ground, okay, but no, it was literally the metal pieces that like descended down where he would have had to perfectly be set up and perfectly timed. Like, freaking uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future could not have planned that more perfectly, the timing of it. And the dude, dude hits it, like, immediately perfectly. I'm like, dude, just give her that. That one thing in the movie. Just, like, the whole <laughs> thing around it was beautiful. But the fact that I have to watch these two things barely wind up for the tires fall down the split second they're needed to, oh, I couldn't handle it, dude. I was like... Really? Hey, at least he didn't he like crazy. snag a, a random cable or something, hang him from a tower, and then loop around the whole crash scene, you know, and land back on the interstate, like some movies would show. Like Fast <laughs> and, and Furious. Are you show- what movie are you talking about? Is this a Michael Bay film? <laughs> the Fast no. and Furious movie that came out last yeah. year, where they literally like snag a footbridge with the car as it's going over a ravine and. Man, look, use it to lasso around to the other side. Camry to space, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can I tell you guys my little fun fact about my movie going experience? Um, I convinced my dad to come see the movie with me, and I thought about this a lot. And I asked him, and I think we determined the last time he was in a movie theater, and that was when our entire family went and watched uh, Men in Black number two and do you know what year that was 2004 i was gonna say 2000 i looked it up it was in 2002 so my dad his first movie that he sees in the theater in 20 years is the batman you know what he told me he goes well it was really dark i'm like yeah he goes no, like, I mean, it wasn't, the colors weren't vibrant at all. It was just really, really dark. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That's so how I felt. I sent him a meme the next day after the movie, and it was Batman. It's like the Adam West Batman. It's super bright colors, and it goes through, mm-hmm. like, all the Batmans over the years. It just gets progressively darker. And then it's 2022, and it's this really dark image of Robert Pattinson. And then... It shows 2025, and it's just a pitch black square, you know, as it goes through. And I sent it to him because I thought, oh, it's just like he was thinking. You know what right. he says to me? 2025? You know, like, question mark? What is? I'm like, because it's, it's pitch black. Like you were saying, it just keeps getting darker. He goes, oh, okay, got it. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, wow, you have to explain 20, it. I got you. I had right, to explain right. it to him. 20 years right. between his movies, and the memes are lost right. on him. I yeah, did get the funny. senior citizen discount yeah. on his ticket, though. Hey, nice, nice, nice. But it's funny, though, because that's what I told uh, one of our coworkers. I was like, 
I don't think they shot one scene in daylight. Like every like I feel like the whole movie was just at night, you know. Like it was just dark. Well, he is a vampire, right? Won't he sparkle if he goes to the sun? Didn't we decide this on our last podcast? Even the <laughs> even the makeup they used underneath his eye was pretty dark. <laughs> well, that that scene um was that a, a funeral? Yeah. When uh Bruce Wayne was out. That was one in the daytime. The day. That's the that's one thing. It was gloomy, but it was in the daytime. Yeah. That's what, as soon as he said that, too, that was my thought process. I'm like, oh, that funeral thing was in the day, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, his choice, they would have had it at night. Yeah, that's true. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so here's my question for you folks. Are you excited about a sequel or a continuation of Batman in this universe? Um, only if they do the split Marvel Universe and bring back Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Why would they have to split it? Well, let's see. Look, if you haven't seen Spider-Man, I'm sorry. Right? If you haven't seen it right now, I'm sorry. But you know how the different universes and they have all Oh, different. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. a multiverse? A Batman multiverse? Yeah. Uh, right. Christian Bale everything else is multiverse. Okay. Right. Everything is multiverse. Okay. Right. I'm very excited for everyone else's answers to this question. But then the follow up question is which multiverse Batman would win in a fight? That's the question number two. We're going to circle back around to that. Ooh, good question. Thank you. Are you excited about uh, future future movies in this sequel or trilogy? I would say yeah, because um, the way that it ended um, with them introducing the Joker. Um, I feel like they can do a lot with that, a lot with that. But Catwoman, I wonder how they would like bring her back because, you know, they went like their separate ways. I forget where she went, but you know, she went somewhere else. Yeah. So I wonder how they would like get her to, you know, come back. Um. But yeah, I would be excited to see another. One. What was the second question? Uh, which multiverse Batman? So like Christian Bale's Batman, Adam West Batman, George ben Clooney, Affleck, Ben Affleck Batman, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, Robert Pattinson, or any other Batman that you might know. Uh, which one wins in a Batman versus Batman fight? Christian Bale. I'll go with Christian Bale. He is pretty gritty. Um, I would have to. I don't want to say this out loud. Say it. I would have to go Ben Affleck only because he goes toe-to-toe with Superman. Mm -hmm. And Superman is probably the toughest villain that Batman has ever faced. So by that alone, you have to put Ben Affleck up. I would have said Christian Bale. I I would have said Christian Bale, but then I did think on it. I have to agree with Vance. uh, Ben Affleck, he has way cooler toys in in his movies. Like, I'm going to tell you, you guys are looking at this all wrong. Okay. First of all, just imagine how are you even going to fight back when Adam West punched you in the face and a big pow sign is blocking your view, right? You can't do it. It'd be like, whack, boom. Well, that's true. I mean, if it is a multiverse battle, that... That may be right. happening, you know. Right. <laughs> and he had a, and that, and Adam West had a Batman, had a Robin. Uh, who was the other one that had? Who? What was the Chris George O'Donnell? Uh, was yeah, that Clooney? Clooney had, yeah, I was Clooney. Yeah, he had a, 
And he had uh, the other girl, Batgirl or Alicia Silverstone, her character. I remember that she was in that, but I don't remember what character she was. Yeah, she was like Batgirl or something like that. Yeah. Batwoman or something. Yeah, because I remember all three of them running down the tunnel at the end. Really? I've, I haven't. What was that? <laughs> was that the one from like 97? Because if it was, I haven't seen it since that year. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. That's so um, long ago. <laughs> Tony, would you be excited to see a sequel or another film in a series? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, and I'm not a big Batman guy. I'm a Spider Man guy. I mean, hey, and a, this this movie was definitely not a Spider Man movie. Um, not, <laughs> but Batman, this version. I enjoyed, I actually, uh, and I think this kind of a split uh, will split the audience, like because some people enjoyed the detective portion of it, and some people are like, you know, what we talked about tonight is where's the action, where's the iconic uh, Batman. Um, if they can merge the two, you know, if like in the future movie we get a little bit more, I think maybe as the villains scale up, um, the villains get deadlier and more creative and more robust we'll say uh i think that batman um will too and uh, now that he has kind of made that step from vigilante to protector of the city um then he can he i think yeah i think they'll blend they'll 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 move in that direction Uh, so yeah i would i would uh I would like to see uh, the sequel. Vance, did we get your answer on that one? Ben Affleck in a fight, but uh, yeah, I definitely want to see the. Um, I definitely want to see a sequel. Uh, I think Catwoman, the way they bring her back, is uh, she's going to see something in the news, you know, that's uh, going to be a trigger because I don't think she went that far. I think she might have went to like next city, next town, or something like that. But um, yeah, I definitely uh, think that they're going to bring her back, especially once the reviews come out and. You know, everybody you know loves her. You know, I, I definitely uh, think they're going to find a way to uh, bring her back into the uh, mix. When you say that, uh, like that, how does she come back? All I can think about when that kind of question comes up is that Tony's explanation for the entirety of that abomination that was Boba Fett was that they needed it as a vehicle. To bridge the Mandalorian season two to season three, right? They needed right. to have that in there for that. And all I'm thinking is, those writers can't write themselves out their, their way out of a, a paper bag, dude. Like literally, it's just one line. That's all it takes. Oh yeah. Well, I left one of my cats in the apartment, and then I got sucked into all this. Like anything, you know, it's just one of those. There's any reason she'll be back that. Right. It doesn't take anything to bring these characters back. It's like we're convinced right. that it is because they wrote her out of this. Then how does she come back? And it's like they could do that the easiest possible. Right. Like there's a thousand ways, you know, uh, like right. that's not an actual obstacle to overcome if they're competent writers, right. which assuming they didn't, they're not named John Favreau. Right. They, they should be able to pull it she off. She would definitely be back. Uh, there's too much positive response to her um, in the movie, I think. Uh, and the movies I think made five hundred million so far. That's on pace to Did make a billion. Actually? I think so. Yeah, it's close to five hundred million internationally. If it breaks a bit, yeah, it's already. I think it was two hundred million to make. 
Oh yeah, they're gonna whatever the formula was that uh, made the money. They're gonna try and replicate it as closely as possible. That includes bringing back the actors that made it that way. So I just hope it makes sense if they write her back in. It just it has to make sense. Well, she left her cats in the apartment, obviously. Yeah, I, mean, uh, right. I see what you're saying. Like it, it's a legitimate, <laughs> it's a legitimate concern, but it it like triggers me that Tony's explanation. This is a burn on Tony. That Tony's explanation for Boba Fett existing as a series was to get those little bits for the Mandalorian, and I'm thinking the like the second grade writer could have written the Mandalorian, what happened in that show into the Mandalorian in like a 30 second conversation. Hey, that's me hating on Tony. Cause I didn't get a chance to do it. If you remember, if we were, if it was on a VOD for Twitch, when Tony was talking about that, the things my face was doing, how I was just in disbelief that he was going to say but it's that obviously okay. that's what it was. Okay. I mean, it, obviously that's what it was. There, there's no Boba Fett sequel. I'm telling you. It's the same thing. Like they have a term for it, and I can't remember the term for it. But it's like when they do movies in like with astronauts in space or whatever. It's like, oh well, how could you have whatever? Because the laws of physics say that's impossible, and it's like, oh no, we just say that it was the quantum, you know, atomizer, whatever. Well, it's a super, it's as, a superhero movie. It it falls in the same category as unless you see him actually get killed, they're not dead. No matter just what. Had a Game of Thrones thing that popped into my Nobody head that I just can't death. yeah so do you so total like out of all the uh Batmans that dropped do y'all want to know how much they made together since the 1980s Ooh, how many billion 4.5 billion dollars that's a lot of money so basically if you com- uh, combined Infinity War and Endgame together, <laughs> the same total. Right. Or Spider-Man right. and Endgame. Right. <laughs> that is true. But I think, like, those movies are such huge, like, they're crazy outliers. You know, the those, those th- three that you mentioned, like, to get that level of success, like, is ridiculous. Not only that, that's, we're just talking about movie like sales from movie viewership right that doesn't right. include merchandising probably because right. i'm sure batman merchandising has like crushed a lot like end game stuff <laughs> yeah it's crazy because black panther made like 1.4 billion you know what i'm saying like it's like it's crazy <laughs> that's a crazy amount of, of of money like right that is not at all like like you throw that's around the these sales. numbers like, oh, it made a billion dollars, like it's nothing, right. but like that is a thousand million dollars. <laughs> like it is so much money. Right. And then it's like, you know, you definitely have to now like give a shout out to what is her name? Scarlett Johansson for taking that first punch in the face. Because if you notice now, everything is saying only in theaters. Yeah. Only in theaters. And it's like, you know, that Black Widow set it off but i mean now like theaters are making money movies are making money they need to lower the price at concessions i'm just throwing that out there you know like 20 dollars for popcorn shouldn't even be a thing you know like i'm sorry it should be a thing you i should have gotten your before. refillable bucket i know hey now is that <laughs> batman helmet a refillable bucket does it count oh you got a batman helmet 
No, but they were offering like twenty six dollars. I think it's like twenty seven dollars. You could buy the Batman helmet, uh, full of popcorn, or whatever. I don't. I don't know. I thought about it, but I was like, eh, let's see how it is first. You know, now if that was a Christian Bale helmet, you know, because I do want a strong, strong jawline. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the whole like Batman thing has come because the other. I think a lot of the actors that played Batman were so much more well-known actors. Like you would just recognize just like if one of you knuckleheads put on a Batman mask, I would recognize you. And it's like, those actors are so famous that I'd, your beard wouldn't help. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. But nobody recognized Catwoman and she just had a strip of fabric going across her nose. I see. Well, no one knew who she was. That, that's like the whole point I'm making is like Ben Affleck is going to look like Ben Affleck. George Clooney is going to look like George Clooney. But Robert Pattinson, I, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup, apparently. You know, and I think that's maybe the whole like gives credence to the whole superheroes just have to wear like the the dumbest one. Clark Kent just takes his glasses off and Superman. I, I don't know. Like, but it it's the first time watching one of these movies where I thought hey, it actually makes sense. Like even hey, uh, makes sense. Christopher no Reeves no. glasses are the biggest distinct uh, 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 way of ma- uh, disguising yourself. I mean, I'll, I'll tell them at work. I take my glasses off and people are like, oh, I didn't, I didn't recognize you. Yeah. Oh, where'd Clay go? Who's that? Oh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, but, you know, but, um, but I, I, I will tell you this. It's funny you say about the glasses. So at work and the job we do, we're all trained by uniform. Like when flight attendants are walking through the airport, they only really recognize you if you're in your gear, your gear. So, you know, plenty of times, you know, we've flown out with the family and I have to physically go up and say, hey, by name. And then they're like, oh, because I don't have my ramp uniform on. It's like they don't. And I'm like, my face still the same. But like, but it's like, I don't know what it is about, you know, what you pick up. But hey, maybe glasses is a thing. That's actually, that's a super good point because I would always, like, there'd be people that I would see that weren't wearing their uniform. It would just throw me for a loop. Like, that's what you actually look like in real life? It just didn't make sense, you know? Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go put on my ramp body. I do want to tell you that when I was leaving work the other day, there was a guy coming down the steps. And uh, even though he had a mask on, I I thought it was you. I was like, that's Clint's hair. <laughs> Dashingly good looking gentleman. Yeah. That's Clint's hair. That guy's got Clint's hair. It's <laughs> probably a relative. This is not uh this is not a normal thing that's occurring up here. Anyway. All right, let's let's uh let's wrap this up. Uh any final any uh final thoughts uh about the Batman. One once JQ. one twice. All right. Our special guest. JQ. I just thought it was a good movie. Um, it wasn't as action-filled as I would have liked. Um, I'm an action kind of girl. Um, uh, if they do do another movie, I would definitely go see it because of uh, the way that it ended. It makes you think that there is going to be another one because they introduced uh, the Joker. Um, so I would be excited for another another movie. Um. Yeah, definitely go check it out. Uh, like it's not like any of the other Batman. So if you are going to check it out, uh, if you have not seen it yet, um, just be prepared for it to be a story. 
you know, no Michael Bay, you know, explosions, just a story, you know, that takes a while to tell. But it is a good movie. Clint, what you got for us? I, you know, I thought it was a good movie. I just, I don't understand why I don't care about it. Despite feeling like overall, like I really appreciated so many of the decisions that were made in that movie. But uh, I'd be excited to see a sequel. And I think because they did so much work laying, you know, doing the groundwork and laying all the story out in this first one, I think uh, subsequent movies in this series with this, you know, this uh, in this universe would be really good. I, I think that they've really given themselves a good jumping off point. Um, and I would expect to see good things in the future. Surprisingly, Twilight Dude, uh, you know, I think he pulled off this Batman slash Bruce Wayne. Played them vo- uh, both characters super well, too. Um, I think he probably played Bruce Wayne better than most of the other ones because it was so wildly different than the kind of Bruce Wayne we're used to seeing. And I think I like that about it. Like, an unlikable Bruce Wayne and an unlikable Batman is kind of what we got. So very different feel, very different vibe. Smooth. Uh, Clint, I, I kind of feel what you're saying about, like, I enjoyed the movie, but when I left the theater, there was something missing uh, about how I felt about the movie. Like, you know, I feel, I, maybe I'm equating it to the fact that, you know, when we went to go watch Spider-Man, we were expecting an epic movie a superhero doing epic things and we got that right and with batman and batman is i mean he's not on spider-man level as far as popularity around the world close though you know uh i'm i didn't feel like that epicness we're like it was it was a good story um well told uh well presented a solid foundation um, is what we got, but it just didn't reach those heights. And when you're talking about comic book character, you know, you're expecting big things, especially out of a, a character of this level uh, of popularity. Um, but it's a good starting point, and that's why I think that um, going forward, that it definitely has uh, a good foundation to work with. Uh, some good characters: Penguin, Catwoman. You know, even Batman um, himself, uh, uh, the way they're presenting him as a detective. Gordon, I really liked Gordon and, and those, that relationship. What was that HBO that, show that he was on? I can't, it was from a few years ago. I can't, I never finished that series, but I recognized him as, it was uh, like, was it like a virtual reality? Like you loaded into another world, like a Western world or something? Oh, Westworld. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. I never finished that, but that dude yeah. was in that. Yeah. That was so funny when he's like, you know, punch me. And then later on, he's like, dude, I said punch me, but golly, <laughs> you could have pulled the punch a little bit. He <laughs> said punch you. You know what? He, did you hear what he said back? Uh-huh. <laughs> he said, I did pull it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did pull the punch. <laughs> Great relationship. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, again, this was our first uh, uh, episode on Twitch. So for those that watched it live or those that are coming in later and watching it, thanks for dropping by and checking out the show. Uh, we we'll hope to have more for you guys in the future. And for our regular podcast listeners, 
Thanks again, subscribing, or if you haven't subscribed, uh, be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Good to game radio is Good the name of the show. Radio. So, uh, again, thanks so much. We appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us and, uh, we'll catch you guys later. Later. Later dudes. <laughs>